I remember I cried in my car, dude. He goes back on stage. He's like, guys, he's 17. And they're like, boo! <laughs> Dustin, thank you so much for stopping by, Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. Oh, my God. They had a guy in the theater the other day. And you know, like, when older people, and I'm getting older, but I'm talking about, like, 70. To be alerted, they have that flashlight on that when it rings, it flashes the light. Oh, yeah, a little strobe. So we're in a movie. And it's just strobing off. And the guy doesn't know how to turn it off. And he's sitting in the front, so everybody's seeing it. It's, It's the same people that come to these comedy shows and leave on their phone and it starts ringing or their ring doorbell starts going off. Dude, yeah, I think they do that on purpose sometimes, you know, (sighs) just to be like part of the show. What happens if they do that, but their phone is locked up in in a case? Oh, dude, you're done, man. Cause it's with you in the show. I know, room, right? I know, and you can't God, open it. That's a big thing. They must, know? they must, like the people that check, they must check to make sure it's. Cause that would be, a that'd be horrible. Can yeah. you imagine Dave Chappelle, like in his last special phone call? Oh, so like, dude, that'd be tough. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I love. What movie did you go see? Uh, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Well, my son, he loves some Ninja Turtles, bro. I love he's, Ninja Turtles. He's. I was. What's crazy is he's into the things I'm into mm-hmm. now because early 2000s, everything comes back around. Like it, it's yeah, it does, right? It does. Like, like, like now Christina Aguilera that she she was in a video called Dirty, that look is back that she wore in that video, kind of like this rugged little skimpy stuff that's like makes you look tough, but you're not yeah. tough, you're pretty. Yes. You know, and then um, yeah, so all that stuff is coming back, but our movies are coming back. Because they're seeing they can make a lot of... Anytime something appeals to an adult and a child at the same time, yeah, that's money. Yes, that is, dude. That's why Taylor Swift is so big, because mothers can sing with her songs and their daughters. Oh, yeah. She made a billion dollars. Two billion off, off, billion off her tour or something. Dude, that's like a country, man. Dude. That's like better than a lot of countries. That's insane. Yeah. And... Not to compare her to Beyonce, but Beyonce came here. Day of show, lots of tickets left, right? Uh-huh. Taylor Swift sold out months before both shows, like, through the roof, couldn't get a ticket. And the news, the way they covered it, she just took over Las Vegas. Like, they changed, oh. signs, for, like <laughs> yeah. they changed signs for the news. Like, she brought this excitement. It's like Hurricane Hillary, man. No, no like Hurricane, Hurricane Swift. Te- Hurricane yeah. Swift. It's like that because I've never seen... So much, and it was truthful. Like, people were really excited. Oh, it's one of those things, even if you're not a fan of something, if if, like a lot of commotions happening about it, you're like, oh, whoa, you know, I don't even like, I'm not even involved here, but it's like, I gotta see what's going on. Yeah, I I respect the hustle, you know, or I respect, man, you created something where people are so rabid about it. Like, Mm. they had six hour lines to get merch the day before the show. Oh, that's crazy, dude. Can you imagine that? No. That's (laughs) That's like another level, bro. That's six hours, bro. Yeah. I got to work on singing. Right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got to work on my my vocal. And that's another thing. If you're a comic, you don't like singers because they can sing the same song for the rest of their life and everybody wants to hear it. Dude, right? And then, well, because it's like some comics don't want to repeat jokes and it's like, dude, come on. It's not not like Stairway to Heaven. (laughs) Your joke isn't Hey Jude. Yeah. You know, like just do it again, man. But, but like a lot of people, if they heard a joke a couple times, they're like, no, I don't want to hear that joke again. But music, I mean, you could play a bunch of different, like you could play Aerosmith 
for the rest of any artist really that has a big song. They could play that song for the rest of their life. Oh, dude, Aerosmith is going to be around forever. Yeah. Like, I bet you the hologram comes out before he dies. Do you think, you know? yo, speaking about, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's like, yo, what? what that's yeah, me. what are you doing? No, that's I'm here me. to take your job. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm a hologram, hey, man. It's like, move over, <laughs> yeah. Steven. I'm the younger Steven. But do you think they'll ever do that with comics? Like holograms? Holograms, Oh, shows. for sure. Definitely. Without a doubt, man. And then they'll probably, here's what they'll probably do. There will probably be, they'll put in a like chat GPT or something, do like what uh, Dave Chappelle chat GPT, and it'll write all the material. And this is like, we're talking like probably like 50 years from now. Or no, like you're talking probably like 10 years. 10 years, you think? Where, but the thing is, joke writing is a lot different. I mean, we've all gone to chat GPT. I've seen comedians do it, say, write jokes in my voice, and yeah. then they read them on stage. Yes. A lot of comics do that. But it, uh, see, I was talking about phones and my phone is on. <laughs> My oh, phone man, is on. the professionalism. I know. Michael. So, um, so yeah, I, I, it doesn't get. It, it knows facts and stuff, but it doesn't have a personality, really. You know what I mean? It can't. Yeah. It doesn't experience life. It, it experiences life through books, which is very interesting about ChatGPT because you see like a person that's just book smart, mm -hmm. like, but has no. Like it's socially awkward. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like ChatGPT. ChatGPT has Asperger's, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. It it's got that weird, like, okay, you're not really all there, are you, ChatGPT? <laughs> no, no, and it shows you how awkward it can get. Well, yeah. ChatGPT, you ask it a question, and it'll give you an answer. You're like, yo, I wasn't even trying to go that way. <laughs> yeah, you're crazy, ChatGPT. You're, <laughs> you're just spitting out crazy stuff right now. Yeah, man. Um, I want to talk about last night real quick, okay. and then I want to get to you. Last night we performed at the Comedy Cellar. We did. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never had two crowds back-to-back -back like that. The first one I powered through, and I felt it was okay. But the crowd loved it. It's just like always. They leave and love it. Mm. I felt it was okay because they kept interrupting. Yeah. And it they, wasn't. They were rowdy. I could tell. You can watch the MC, too, and yeah. just be like, whoa, this, oh, this is going to be one of those, man. Yeah. I power, I'm power. i a power-througher, too. You know? I, I am, too. I love the power-through. I don't like, like, if it gets to a certain level where it's like, all right, I have to address this, but like I just try to put the gas pedal See, down. I try to avoid it, but after that first show, I powered through, did well. Second show, it was kind of like I was done. Yeah. I was just like, people were just yelling inappropriately at inappropriate times. And I'm trying, I think the problem is too, I'm trying to work on new stuff and I can't work. The only reason I'm there is to work on new stuff and try to build this next special. And them just yelling out the whole time, yeah. and and drunk yelling. Drunk like, I don't yelling. Mind. Yeah. I look. I power through a lot of po we call it positive heckling. Uh -huh. You know they like it so much they interrupt you yeah. all the time. Like yeah. oh my god, that's me. Oh this is great. Did you hear? Like I, yes, that I'll power through. But when it's drunk, so drunk last drunk, night. Yeah. During my set last night, a girl threw up. Yes. I got in a I, I got in a verbal combat with uh, two girls in the back of the room because they were just yelling out stuff. Yeah, during, a, a little bit racist too. Did you a little hear bit that? Racist. They, were, they were going there, a man. A little bit that's racist. How you can tell someone's super drunk. Super man. drunk. If it's like that's how they should do like DUI checkpoints. You know what I'm saying? Like but instead of a breathalyzer, it's like, so how do you feel about Asians? <laughs> well, <laughs> then that would be better on videotape too. That would it would, be, it yeah. would ruin their whole life. Anyway, so yeah, it was kind of racist, and I was just like, all right. So I powered through one girl, and then two other girls 
jumped in on the other side. Oh, yes. And then, so from both sides, I'm getting it from these four Karens. And then one of the Karens throws up, and they have they're picking her up. Try, during this is all during my set. Yeah, and they're cleaning it during your set too. It. Like a lady's coming in with like a mop bucket, <laughs> and they're cleaning. So you got a, like a bunch of fires in different areas. And people areas. are like, "What? What the hell is going on right now?" Yeah, like you got throw up. You got them kicking out four people at one time. You got the <laughs> you got, and then you got a third of the audience locked in and loves the show. Maybe two thirds, but yeah. the outside rank because it all happened on the outside. It was on the outside. It there was wasn't on, anyone in the front. No. It was always yeah, because because they can't see you. Yes. You can't see them at the cellar too. Yeah, you can't see the whole crowd. You can see like the first few rows in the back. It's just like these random drunk. Drunk uh, heckles coming around, and I, and I always tell myself this: I hate because I get that I don't get it a lot, but it irritates me. You know what yeah. I mean? But I'm trying. It didn't work last night, but I'm trying to actually instead of attacking, mm-hmm. more of nice spinning it in a nice way. But mm-hmm. they were so drunk. I it just I just like. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you even saying, like, I was like, what, why, why, why? You know, yeah, like that kind of. Yeah, well, in your mind, than, you're like, ra- I want to come up with something clever right now and say, but then it's like, it's dude, you guys have interrupted me like five times, man. Like, at what point? And she wouldn't stop. No, dude, they won't, They got kicked out. They yeah. wouldn't stop, yeah. I'm glad so, they do that, too. I'm glad when people, sometimes you got to kick a person But out. But my thing is, I hate that it even got to that point. Like, yeah. this girl, because I know when they walked in, they were drunk. Because I was second on the show. Mm-hmm. It's not like they got drunk in 10 minutes, 15 minutes. No, they, you know? that, that was, you could tell they were day drinking. That probably started with a brunch. Yeah. That was brunch <laughs> drunk, you know? It, all, all the ladies came in drunk brunch. Of course, man. It makes total sense. And it's Vegas, so that's why I'm like, I get it. Yeah. But when you come to a point where you're just like yelling just to be yelling, you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of like those wooers, people that woo. Yeah. Like, woo! Woo! It's like, no, like during the show, <laughs> yeah. you're like, yo, that's annoying. And the thing about wooing, you're not helping the show at all. Nah. Yeah, you, I think they just want to, the dudes want to woo. And so they go but, to a place where they can woo with it not being crazy, you know? But why would a guy, like, that's so awkward for me just to be in an audience liking something and go, woo! Woo! Like, there's wooers. Yeah, there's whistlers. Whistlers are a little oh, crazier than yeah. wooers, man. What's the what's the worst you ever got heckled on stage? The worst I've ever gotten heckled. Um, this was probably oh when I first started when I, I was probably like a few months in and I did uh it was at the Addison Improv and there was a Love show that place by the oh, way oh it's awesome great yeah. club great club it's a show called Fat Tuesdays and it was like an all urban room you know oh man and yeah dude and they don't oh man they oh, they don't play they don't play at they all no. yeah because before I was you know I was a seventeen year old kid you know ah, cute I got it and they they're like boo <laughs> I got booed off stage man. You you got booed off stage. I got booed off stage. Yeah, wow. and you probably like worked on that material. And, oh yeah, you know, it was like in that mode wherever you first start, and you're like, uh, you, you eat, breathe, just yeah. everything is comedy, you know. So all day, you know, I was at my little locksmith job, and I was just writing down jokes. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna kill it tonight. I'm gonna kill it yeah. tonight. I remember I cried in my car, dude. And the MC was uh, Joe Fox, man. You know Joe Fox? I don't know Joe, and, no. Dude, because Joe, <laughs> he's like, he goes back on stage. He's like, guys, he's 17. And they're like, boo! <laughs> 
It was crazy, man. So you cried in your car. How I long, cried in my car, yeah. How, how long did it take you to go back on stage after that? I like the next day. Oh, see, that's great. Yeah, dude. You didn't give up, bro. No, no, man. I was, you know, because it's like I had that drive. You know that drive yes. whenever you first start? You're like, boom, boom, boom. I'm yeah. like, you listen to like... You listen to some Kanye West or something, get all pumped up. That's like, when he yeah, was making yeah. phenomenal, that inspirational was, oh, amazing music. Like dude. college you, dropout, one of the bro, best albums yes, ever. Yes, man. Ever, yeah. ever. So inspirational, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You just, uh, you're listening to like Eminem or something, yeah. you know, that whole, uh, can't Mom's st- Spaghetti. Mom's <laughs> Spaghetti, yeah. My mom made the worst spaghetti, yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah. that's me. That's me. So, um, so you you bomb, you go up. When mm. did you feel like, okay, I can make a career out of this? Because you, you've been a, in, in some movies, but you concentrated on comedy first and got good at yeah. it. Or was it kind of like, I'm, like, I'm okay in comedy. I'm good enough to move to L.A., but acting kind of took over. What what happened for you? How, what was the order of it's it? It's kind of just like whatever is available, man. Yeah. Seriously. like I, I remember uh, you know I started doing stand-up in Dallas. Then when I was probably like 21, I moved to New York. And then, uh, you know, your stand-up gets better. But that, that's where I got, like, agents and, like, manager and all that. And then, um, yeah, the first thing, because I didn't have any acting experience besides, like, high school theater, you know? So I went into my first audition. It was for, like, this Comcast commercial. And I booked it. You know, so it's like... It, Do you remember the line? Did you have any lines? Or? I just had to... I was watching a football game. It was like, oh, what? Yeah. Oh, man. You know, like, stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I booked it. And then, like, they sent me for, like, an audition for this, like, independent film. And I booked that. So I, like, had a bunch of heat. They were like, man, this guy's, this guy's good, you yeah. know? So I just started booking things. And... Um, was this in New York? This you was were in booking? New York. Okay. And then I moved to L.A., like, about a year into New York because... uh. I got this pilot, or I tested for this pilot, and they flew me out, and then I just stayed in L.A. because, gotcha. like, yeah, I didn't really have a place to live in New York at the mm-hmm. time, so, like, I like friends in now, L.A. Now, did you, did you feel like, are you the type of person, because there's two different actors, ones, ones that study the art of mm-hmm. acting and go to classes all the time, and then there's some, like, Jennifer Lawrence goes, ah, I just, I just, I, I do me. And if yeah. they like it, they like it. If they don't, what which side of the fence are you on? on I that? was very like, uh, kind of like I did with stand up, you know, just kind of learn as you go type, like yeah. learn while you're on set. Like I remember the first movie I did, I didn't know what I was doing, man. I was freaking out. Then like the more you do it, the easier it gets, you know, just like stand up, just like anything in life, you know, you get experience, you get more comfortable. And I, I was into like, uh, like I would study acting and stuff. But when you say study, what does study? You would go to class or you would watch? Or you would read books? I would like- go to classes. I like I took some acting classes. And then I would also just kind of like, you know, with YouTube, you could just like look at like just tips oh, and it's stuff. Everything's on there. Yeah. And um, and then it, like it's like a kind of the character that I play. Like I'm not going, I'm not Daniel Day-Lewis. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm usually going in for a certain part. Party guy. Yeah, party guy. Yeah. Best uh, friend. Best friend. Uh, Sometimes like. Nerdy guy in the van on CSI. Like, oh, he's coming up right behind. Oh, yeah, guys. Well, you know, yeah. like, it's like they, they'll, they'll, the dudes will be like looking at a case or something. They're like, what does this all mean? And I'm like, oh, you guys like Pokemon? Wait, what? Yeah, that's a Pokemon card. That's the killer. What did tell us all about Pokemon? Oh, you don't know Charizard, you know? And yeah. then like finds the killer. Like, I was, I'm like that dude, you know? So I kind of, in, in that, I'm always like, I'm playing myself pretty much like yeah. a different version of myself, but it's all like 
Dustin. You well, know? That, that's that's one of the best pieces of advice. When I moved to L.A. Uh, from Joe Rogan, because I was in the first episode of Fear Factor. That's how, <laughs> that's, how that's how we met, like 21, 22 years that's ago. That's crazy. And he goes acting. And he was on uh, news radio at that yeah. time, I think. And he goes, all acting is, but he's kind of like you. We, When you're a comic, you kind of get casted for yourself because they know your body of work. They're mm-hmm. bringing you in because they know how you are. Does that make sense? And when you're a straight yeah. actor, they've seen what you do through acting. You know, they say, mm-hmm. oh, he can play this guy. He can play that. With comedy, they know, they go, oh, we, rather than could he play this with an actor, they go, oh, he's the guy. He's this guy because basically your life is in a special or in a clip and they know who you are. So when they bring you in, like what's interesting for me, when they bring me in, they know exactly what I deliver. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just got to nail the lines and do good. And pretty much all the time, if I nail it and feel right about it and I have the look they want. Mm-hmm. You know, because it depends on the rest of the cast, too. You, I booked that job because they know who you are. They do. Yeah. And it, it's usually, yeah. If because they're looking we're not for Daniel Day-Lewis right now. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. And I mean, that happens later. You know, I'm sure I'll play like some like, I don't know, transvestite hooker <laughs> one day that's got like a drinking problem or something. <laughs> But like right now, it's I can just see it. Like, I can see it. Right? Yeah, a little yeah. lipstick. You know, and you and Jason like, oh, Momoa in a good. movie. You know, <laughs> yeah, odd couple. It's type my of Oscar thing. type thing. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Odd couple. You know, he's fight. Yeah, I can see it. We or should you- remake Twins. Me and Jason Momoa. That'd be that good. Would be good. Yeah, yeah, Jason, you're listening, Jason. We got yeah, it right here. Yeah. Whoa. Or you and Jack Black. I know you don't like to be compared to Jack Black. But I don't care. I mean, it's like it's one of those things. Like, yeah, I look like you can't Jack help Black, what you look like. You can't, man. You Maybe know? I should get some plastic surgery. <laughs> so no. they, it could be worse. It, yeah. No, it could be. It could yeah. be. Like, I get compared to The Rock all the time, but, you know. You can compare it to The Rock? Never. Uh, <laughs> I would be the pebble, though. I could be the ah, pebble. I like See, it. I could yeah, do, I could do, what? what is it, the, the same movie with, what's it called? Twins? Or yeah, Twins. With, with, with uh, The Rock, me and The Rock. You could, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like how you and I, too, we've got this kind of, like, racially ambiguous thing going on. Nobody you know? knows what we are, man. You know, I like that in your bit, you talk about, like, going to Hawaii and, like, welcome home, yeah. you know? Dude, when I'm in Hawaii, I look very, like, islandy. You man. look like you just walked off the ocean. Uh, yes, dude. <laughs> People oh. are so nice. <laughs> I ham it up too. I'm like Aloha, oh, bro. Brada, brada, brada. I love brada. I love Hawaii. Too. You're all about Hawaii. They don't like. Uh, they don't believe in like science. You know. Yes. <laughs> what I love about Hawaii, they respect elders. They do, man. It's such a loving culture, and it's just like brada. Well, brada. I like that too. It's like you ask Hawaii, like, it's like if you ask like someone uh in the states like a scientist like how how were those mountains made they'll be like oh geological shifts and all that but if you ask a Hawaiian, how are those mountain w- mountains made they're like there once was a big fish yeah, right. and a princess and the princess got angry and it's like this whole story and cut about the fish it. up and threw it everywhere yes. and it became mountains <laughs> yes bro yeah it's a it's a fun story man no i love it man i i Man, you know, um, I was there with my family probably. I did the Blue Note out there, which is an amazing place. And it was the first time my son, me and my son, got to play in the ocean where I trusted him not drowning. Oh, yeah. I mean, he still had the floaties on and everything. Uh Uh-huh. But to see the pure joy he had, like the the belly laughs. Yeah. Oh, man. It's something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. I love that. I love, dude, I love 
good clean fun man yeah. like you ever like i was playing with a drone one time and i was like man this is just good clean fun right there you here. go there you <laughs> go well now it'd be more fun if i had some blow but right. no. <laughs> now no. speaking about so i saw you started coming to the comedy cell like a year ago uh a year and a half a couple years ago a couple yeah. years ago so i've seen you elevate your game and, and it's so good. Like you're hitting, your set is hitting on all cylinders right now. Like it's 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 pretty amazing to watch. Cause I saw you when the first couple of times you came, it was good. But mm. now it's it's just like boom, boom. It feels like it feels like you're on it more. I am on Does it. Does that more. make sense? Yeah. And I, I, it's no disrespect, but it feels like boom, it's coming together now. Yeah. What, what is the cause of well, that? Well, I mean, I got sober like a year ago, and that like really uh that helped everything in my life. Like uh, I was a big, you know, I started my alcoholism it kind of like runs in my family, yep. you know, and um I started I didn't start drinking young, I started drinking like in my twenties, you know. And then I would use it kind of like as a crutch. Like I would get nervous and stuff. So I'd use it before I went up and uh, it would make me like less nervous. And I felt like it's like, oh, okay, I can, I can do this better, you know, but it's like, it's kind of a big liar, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you think you're doing great. And sometimes you do have like killer sets when you're drinking. Then other times, like, it was like, whoa, what happened there, man? Like I would get fired and shit. And like, it was just towards the end, it was just like really bad. I was doing what, like, what made you say, okay, I got to change um a few just different things man um but got, was there one like or it was like a couple of things i got you, fired from a few gigs and then i like, like back like, to back to back so you like, had a weekend gig yeah and then they fired you before the midweek weekend. yeah and um then there was some shows i couldn't even because like alcoholism is like a progressive thing you know it doesn't start out like boom you're just doing the yeah. shots it's like a progressive thing and for, with me it like progressed to the point where in the morning I had to drink like as soon as I got wow. up because I just had to you know I couldn't I couldn't function without it and so I would I would go to like say I had a gig in like Arizona or something I would get up I would drink in my apartment I'd get on the plane I would drink at the airport you know and then I would uh you know I'd try to find <laughs> drugs or something yeah. you know and then I would I would just keep drinking, man. And then sometimes I would get to the place and they're like, you can't go up. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I'm going to kill. And it's like, dude, you're drunk. And like, it was just bad, man. And that happened multiple weeks in a row? Yes. And then I. Uh, did you, what, I mean, did your agent call you? What was that? I, I was good at keeping things hidden, like really good, man. And people like were, I, cause people knew me before I started drinking. So it's like sober Dustin, like helped drunk Dustin a lot just because they knew it's like that's not that guy what's yeah. he doing you know like something something is going on there there's something off um and I would just be like the big thing that happened like there was a few big things with I like I had a seizure oh man. and it was like I, I was in the hospital and it was like just one of those like dude you, you gotta you gotta stop and I went to rehab the next day and it was uh who was, was the there for your decision. support um just a support group you yeah. know um i had you know comics helped me out a lot good deal uh because there's a lot of comics who you know just artists you go through this thing which it can happen to anyone you uh, know 100%. it's like a, whether you be a a plumber or carpenter or like a movie producer you know alcoholism is not like a uh it's not prejudice you know it'll yeah. go 
and it was just it got bad dude and i was just like you hit they call it a rock bottom you know and i just i hit that and then i started went to rehab and how long were you in there for 30 days okay and i started just working a program in there and you just kind of like because life for me i started stand-up when i was like 16 just to like I finally felt like I was part of something, you know. I never felt cool in school, you know. I couldn't hang out with people. I was in a religion where I couldn't make friends, you know. I didn't know my dad. I just had all these things that I was just... I had a lot of, like, just unresolved stuff, you know. And that shit catches up with you, man. And then you put drugs and alcohol on top of that. It's just... It's disaster, dude. And I basically... I was like a pinball in life. You know, I was letting life just pop, 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 just bounce. Oh, I got to go to LA. Got to go to New yeah. York. Gotta do this. And I didn't want to take a break. Like, cause I was like, cause when it was starting up, whenever it was like getting bad, I was like, I wonder if I should like go to rehab or something. But then your mind is like, no, but then I'll miss this gig. I'll, I'll miss this. You know, I'll, I'll do this. People, people, people will know that I'm a drunk. You know, and people, and, and, and it'll just be bad. Everyone's gonna talk about it. you. Got just all this fear and stuff. You know, and you finally hit a point where you just like they call it surrender. Where you're just like, done. I've got no, you know, it's either this or death. You know, those are the only two. And I was having friends at the time. They were overdosing a lot. Yeah, and I was just at that point where I was just like. I was I was doing a lot of drugs and I was like you you just kind of want you're like okay this could be laced with fentanyl or something but if it happens it happens you know my life is shit right now you and know? that's interesting because to a lot of people you've had more success than a lot of comics as far as like being in movies being on television shows you know like a lot of comics don't even get that opportunity yeah but you it's know? like I didn't have like a lot of gratitude you know. Yeah. You got to be, there's like things that I do now every day to like make sure that I don't go back to that, you know? And one of them is like, I got a little gratitude list, you know? Just wake up in the morning, write some things I'm grateful for. Pray, meditate. Um, I just do what I need to do so that I don't ever have to go back there. Because that's one of those things that you're just like, every day was hell. It was just, your life sucks. And you don't know how to get out of it. And then you say, I want to stop, but you can't stop. You hit that point where you just can't and you wake up and you're like, God, what have I done? Why, why is this happening? Why, why, why? And then, yeah, you just hit that point of surrender and, um, you know, it takes work. It takes maintenance. It takes, it takes like a daily thing, you know, and you got to get out of yourself. Like I, I got to get out of Dustin, you know, and try to help someone else if you're helping someone else then you're out of yourself you know and it's cool because what i do now i mean this I, I do these like thing where i can go i can talk to like other people who have this same issue i'll go to like panels and stuff and talk and i'll try jokes out yeah i'll talk a little bit about it in my act and everything but really it's like yeah you gotta you gotta have gratitude you gotta be grateful for just like everything that you have today because this day is all that we have right now this moment this moment right now this is what we got i saw a cool t-shirt yesterday a girl was wearing it at a coffee shop she was at the register and all it said was here right now 
and it had a circle on it. Basically, when you read it, you're like, we're here right now. This yeah. Is where, that, you know, so it kind of like takes you out of this. I'm in a coffee shop. I got to run around. Yes. And I read it and I was just like, oh, I love your shirt. She yeah. Goes, Thank you. You know, so it's kind of like, because a lot of times in this industry and in life, no matter what industry you're in, you have, like you said, gratitude. You don't really, you don't really applaud yourself for where you've, for the movement you made. And what I mean by that is everybody comes to Hollywood and goes, I want to be a star, right? If yeah. that's your goal. But you need to make realistic goals like, oh, I just want to get the right acting coach. Then I want to get an agent. Then I want to book a small role. So instead of I want to be a superstar, being bummed you're not a superstar, you're like, oh, I got an agent. Oh, I got. So you're always making yeah. steps instead of the grand finale. Yeah, you know? dude. And I was always wanting that. I have this wanting of more. You know, I need yeah. more. Well, more, I mean, you more. can have that, but you have to have gratitude. Like you, you got to have gratitude. Because if you yeah. just want more and you're not happy with what you accomplished, like I learned that too. You know, I've never been into drugs or alcohol. But mentally, you're like, why are people getting stuff I'm not getting? You know, yeah. there's a lot of that in our business. And it's a lot. Dude, it is a mental it's thing, a too. It's a big mental thing. Alcohol and drugs are just something that you can put on top of that yeah. to make them make it go away for a while. But, but it's, like, it's, a, it's a mental yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, like, it's a thinking problem. That's what they say. It's like yeah. thinking. It's, it's kind of like I've, I've been through it. Like after COVID, you know, mine's different. It wasn't. But. It's just recovering from this and like your body's not well and you're trying to get better. And then mentally you start getting sad mm -hmm. and you're like, why am I not getting better? You know why I'm happy. I'm still alive. And then you lose the focus of, yo, I'm alive. Yes, you know, you're yeah. just worried about why you're not getting better. And it's like, hey, dude, you're alive. You could have been dead. Dude, yeah. And when that happens, what I do is I got to call someone. I got to call someone and ask them how they're doing. What's yeah. going on? How are you doing? Because then it takes it off this pressure yeah. of me. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, let me call this dude. See, hey, man, what, what's going yeah. on today? How you doing? So call him, thanking him, seeing how it's going. How do you, because our industry, mm. I mean, every night you're in a bar. With drugs yeah. around. You know what I mean? We work in comedy clubs. Yeah. You know? How hard is that to just stay away from that stuff? Because what I see you do at the cellar, you crush, and then you kind of hang out with the guys, but then between shows, you 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 go to your room. Is that on purpose just so you're not around temptation or you just No, because like temptation is always gonna be Yeah, there. that's like, true. Dude, liquor stores, you're, we're in a liquor stores are open, bro. Yeah, you that's know, true. like that's true. it's like there's always a guy that's gonna sell something. But like <laughs> Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, if I, I do this thing and if I uh, do like my daily little routine, you know, it just doesn't bother me. You know, like I don't have that. I don't have that obsession anymore. Oh, where before it was like, I, I got I to gotta get a drink. I got to. Because that really becomes your confidence. Yeah. Right. And, that, it, yeah. and it, like you said, it takes. It does. Your... It's fake. It's a lie. Yeah. You know, you're just like, yeah, you take that. You get all confident. Oh, I, I'm, I can dance. It's like, no, you can't. <laughs> dude. What are you what are you doing? I can sing. I yeah. do karaoke, you know. So, so but and it's not I'm not like against alcohol and drugs. Like yeah. it's like, you know, the abuse you, of it. You're yeah, against. exactly. You know, do what you need to do, whatever you want. You know, live and let live. Just like if you, you know, if you got a problem and like uh, get some help. Well, I also think people don't realize the highs and lows of comedy and then why so many comics i believe get in depression because people think it's glorious when you're on tour right mm. you're in a club but then you go to a hotel room so by yourself so how comics you know if you're not in a right mind 
deal with that depression is they drink, they hang out at that bar that's at the club. Because in that room, you're a rock star. Yeah. Especially if you call, you're a rock star. Everybody there loves you. As soon as you go to your hotel room, you feel like, oh, I'm nothing. Again. That loneliness. I hated yeah, that. Dude, that I, dude, I hated that silence yes. of like just going in the room. Because your mind's still going 100 miles yeah, per hour. Yeah, and you're kind of like sitting there and you're like, okay. I got to go to the bar. Yeah, <laughs> or know? something. Like, yeah. Yeah, I got to do something. Well, I'm glad you're out of that because you're totally destroying. No, I love it. I do it. Yeah, it feels like got getting rescued off the Titanic or something, man. Like yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, now I can focus on other things. I got this energy. I'm glad that you said that, too, that my sets are better because oh, I always they're... like freak out. I'm like, I wonder if I was better when I was drinking. It's like, no, you weren't. No, man. <laughs> I mean, your sets are on fire where I love to hear the roar of a crowd before I go on because that excites me, right? Yeah. And I've been going after you and like any comment that goes on, I usually go last. But it's great because I'm like, this dude's doing it. Like, like, cause I remember a year and a half ago, two years ago when you used to come, it wasn't mm -hmm. like this. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like this. It yeah. wasn't as razor sharp. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's something to it right now that, I mean, you're, you're hitting that, you know, as long as you can keep adding material to that level, mm -hmm. like it's mo monster right now. Monster. Thanks, bro. man. Dude, well, you I'm too. So, you're always a crusher, Michael. Dude, like, every so, time. But it's not about me. This is about I, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so happy. I can't tell you how. That's why I wanted you on the podcast because I wanted to give you your flowers and say, man, keep your head on straight and big things that are come because I feel like once people see you in this state. I mean, when acting comes back, you're going to start getting booked a lot. and Because people are going to love you when they see you like this. You know what I mean? Thanks, man. There's a different. There's a difference with you. You, you you're focused, man. You can. It's business. You I know? like it. It's definitely a better life. Yeah, man, it's <laughs> yeah. definitely a better life. What What are you into besides like comedy? Like, what's What's your off time like? Oh, my off time, dude. Doing. Uh, I live by the beach, so I metal detect sometimes. <laughs> I do. I, oh, I started. You this. totally look like a dude that would metal detect. Yeah, I, like if yeah. I saw you on the beach, I go, oh, that's appropriate. Bro, that it's just so looks funny. Right. Yeah, you have all these little. I got all these hobbies now and stuff. Like you know, I'll go metal detecting. You ever find anything cool? No, <laughs> I find a lot of Chipotle rappers. <laughs> it picks up aluminum. This thing, it picks up so much trash, man. How'd you get into that? Um, how do I get into it? I don't know. I think it's something I always wanted to do since I was a kid, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, you got the beach right there. I'm like, oh, I should get a metal detector. And the first thing I found was actually kind of cool. It was like this little old, uh, cross, you know, from, from like the seventies that had oh. like turquoise on it. And I haven't found anything cool since. So how far deep does a metal detector pick up? This thing, uh, I think like, like six to eight inches, you know? Okay. Yeah, I got like in a mid-level, like, all right, metal detective. So there's ones that go way deeper. Oh, bro, people get into it, man. They'll spend like, it's like a car. Like, you can pay like a lot of money for a metal detective. Really? And there's this whole like social thing. Like, if you see another metal detective, you got to like stay out of their line and stuff. Because like, your detector will set theirs off. Oh, and then man. they'll be like, hey, what are you doing? Have you ever had a metal detective run in? Oh, bro, all the time, man. It's on weird. The beach? Yeah, it's like whenever gang members see another gang, it's like, hey, where you from, fool? You know, it's like, hey, I'm just so... Dude, no, we're make cool. it a bit. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Work, that's, you need to write that. When you leave, go, oh, I need to add this. Yeah, that's I want to mess around with that. That's, you know what's original? But like, I've never heard people talk about metal detecting. 
That's no, something you yes. need to bring. That's a, in the whole gang thing. Be like, "What's up, fool?" You know, like, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's it's always hilarious. an old guy too. Right? Like, right? I'm I'm the youngest metal detective. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> that's great, man. I love that. I, I I expect to see that tonight. Well, next time I see you, I'll, a metal I'll do detecting it. Yeah, yeah. bit. You're going to Ontario tonight, right? Uh, no, I leave tonight, but I'm Friday, Saturday. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, man, I'm excited. It's Labor Day weekend. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, but you know we're gonna have fun because I'm just there to work out my special and i love after my special came out how many more people are coming out to shows you know that's what I mean? awesome yeah it's such a great feeling and that's next for you it's next for you once you self-produce your i'm own doing special. it october 14th Where? i'm doing it at Where? the bellflower comedy club where's that stand at? in bellflower california Okay. Yeah. Good. I got a little crew. They got like Netflix quality cameras. The FX, yeah. Pulling a lot of favors in. That's what and, you do. Uh, yeah, dude, just doing it, man. How, how long is your set going to be? Uh, probably like 45 to an hour, you know? So my suggestion, uh huh. do your 45 to an hour, cut it down to 30, and then yes. save that material. You don't even have to, or just cut two specials out of it. Yeah. Because- Right now, 30 minutes. Netflix has gone from 30 minutes to 15 minutes, and I heard rumors they're going to seven minutes. Really? So they're just No, doing, they are doing a seven minute. So thing, they're yeah. just doing bits mm-hmm. now. You know what I mean? So people don't have to focus. As soon as like people are like you and you and I, if you see 45 minutes on something, the first thing you think is like, I'm oh not watching my all God, of it. Yeah. So I say mine was 27 minutes and it changed my life. 27, eight. Something really? like that. I would suggest doing a 25 to 30 minute special. Make sure it's very clippable. That's uh-huh. all you need. In the other material, save for tour. That's a good idea. And work on that. You don't want to give everything. No, I don't want to be giving everything. And like my thing is right now, I'm just I'm just working. Literally, I'm at 22 minutes. I already know because everything I'm gonna put in the special is I'm you is I'm practicing on. I'm not gonna have any extra. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So as soon as I finish a 30, I'm recording. Then get a 30, I'm recording. So I'm not trying to go 45 and then save. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm trying to get it out. And then what I do is after I tape it, hold it for six to eight months. And once I have another like 15, 20, put it out, you know? Yeah. So no, now I'm always idea. ahead, you know? Yeah. And then sometimes you're going to find a bit out of nowhere that's like 12, 13 minutes long that just keeps going and going and going and going and going. Yeah. So that's what's exciting, you know? So that's that's the business model. I'm using, and I'm seeing a lot of people do it, and it's successful. You know what I mean? That's cool. No, I'm going to do that, too. Yeah, yeah just clip it down. Clip yeah. it down. Make don't, it clippable. Don't, don't make your special more than 30. Mm-hmm. Tape it long, but then cut it to 30 or That's 25. Good. Yeah. Yeah, man. So um, what do you think about today's, like, craziness in the world as far as like ufos are you a believer in the ufos oh yeah yeah (laughs) there's gotta be something going on i i don't know if it's aliens it could be a government thing but dude yeah every time i come to vegas i'm like looking in the sky like oh i hope it happens now you know i i'm so interested in area 51 yeah let's go no 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 you can't because my dad he's an idiot he tried to sneak into Area 51. No, he didn't. Probably what? about 15 years ago at like 60. He tried to sneak in <laughs> to Area 51. I go, how far did you get? Well, we got as far as the, till they pulled their guns out on us. Oh, yeah. wow. That's crazy, man. Yeah, and I was like, why are you trying to sneak into Area yeah. 51? He goes, I've always been interested in it. <laughs> what happens when you get in i think that's just if there is something mm-hmm. that's just they made that look like the place and it's somewhere that's open that we see every it's probably oh, like yeah 
in a building we all know that we walk by every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's in an old office it's in depot. Caesar's Palace. <laughs> yeah. Just people walking by it every single day. Yeah. And man. all the aliens are just in there, just like, yo, underground. You know, we just walk by it every single day. Yeah. I can see that. Like, hey, look over this way. Yeah, yeah. You it's know? a fake out. It's yeah. a totally fake out. Everyone knows about Area 51. Independence Day. You yeah. know, and that came out like Area 51. Well, that's obviously where all this stuff is. You think Will Smith's gonna make a comeback after all that? Chris Rock stuff? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, no, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I just <laughs> like, feel like the dude, you know, he kind of like, yeah. Everybody deserves I mean, we all get second chances. I know. I'm one of those guys now. Like, let him get a second chance. Like, right? <laughs> you know? Why but like, not? And, and life's so short. It is. Yeah, but people, you know, they say, whatever you, man, people keep a, uh, a little tablet of a record of you every person has a record of michael yo it's written in stone you know it's crazy well right? something happens it can't unhappen you yeah. know but and you can you just, just try keep to it not, it. yeah and then when people go back in time and try to accuse you for something like look if it's like against someone like rape or yes go yeah, back like, but if man. it's like like eddie murphy they were making him apologize for his specials raw and delirious those that, specials that were do wild man wild. they now, do not if those came out they do not like, they dude. would never come out no they do not hold yeah. up right they do not hold up but at that moment society was acceptable of that so you can't blame him for the material when that was acceptable. There, just yeah. like if Eddie Murphy came out a hundred years before that and talked about had jokes about slavery, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like that was acceptable. It was wrong. That's probably now gonna- that we look at it today. But back then, guess what? A lot of people thought it was right, which yeah, is crazy yeah. to me. But when we're looking at it, it's kind of like. When you watch a football game the next day and you're the Monday morning quarterback, you go, yo, that running back should have cut that way. How did he not see that hole? Yes. Because you're watching it on TV and it's not real time. That's probably going to happen to my stuff when I talk about like fast food. You know, it's like he was eating meat. I'm sorry. Everyone was eating meat back then. It was crazy. It was a thing to do. Yeah, we just ate meat, man. (laughs) I'm sorry that eggs are being thrown at me like, oh, that's a life. No, but things don't hold up. And that's why I think especially for comedy like Richard Pryor. Uh, Carla, they hold up because you could play one of their clips that still still uh, hits hard today and that you're still feeling today. It still applies to today. Yeah. And that's when comedy's good. That's what I, in the back of my mind when I do something like my COVID story that started my last special, I know 50 years from now, somebody can find my special and go, wow, that's what it was like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I love to every special make a time marker. And go, this is how society was then. I talk, like in my new special, I'm gonna talk about the generations of my dad got beat, uh, I got four spankings, and what's my son gonna say? Because I don't hit him. He's gonna mm-hmm. be like, if he was a stand up comic, he'd be like, yeah, you remember those guys that used to raise their voices at us? You know, like, <laughs> like that's yeah. what my son's gonna say. And I'm fine with that, but yeah. things evolve. Like, my, I could never do to my kid what my parents, well, what my dad did to me. Mm-hmm. or my mom it, it just is not acceptable so i'm not gonna hold them accountable for that time you know what i mean i'll yeah. be just like apologize but i'm not gonna like say oh you're the worst parents ever that was whatever our schools you're from texas yeah they gave us pops bro you remember, remember that okay there was there was like going out but there was this one teacher who had the paddle yes. and it was like and this was when i was living because i moved around so much as a kid but I was living in like East Texas, like some podunk town, and yeah. it was like, dude, they still had they still paddle here. Dude, this is crazy. We had a teacher. This was intermediate. 
His name was Mr. Fairchild, mm-hmm. and he was known as the Big Papa because he had a he would hit he he took pride in hitting you so hard it would echo oh, in the hallways. Oh my god! And what's <laughs> yeah. crazy is our parents were okay with other people hitting us. Yeah, it was you know all, right. I mean? they were yeah. all right. That I should talk about that, but they were okay with a random dude. Yeah, some dude paddling us. Yeah, because they thought I, I don't know. It's a it very weird time. Like if a person laid their hands on my kids. I would go nuts. Yeah. You know, that's how times change. Well, because, yeah, before it was like, what did you do? And now it's like, what did they do? Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So I don't know if it's good or bad. I think it's good. But it was just, it's weird times. But things are crazy. Yeah. My you mom know? didn't. My mom, she tried to spank me. I would run, dude. I would, and my mom, she was a heavy woman. So yeah. I, <laughs> I would outrun her. But it's like, you know, she's going to, st- you'll be sleeping. And all of a sudden, bam. bam! Oh, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> What what's been the uh, worst bomb on stage you've had that that you were sober for? Oh, that I was sober for. Oh, when you first started. Um, worst bomb on stage. Oh my god, dude! This is actually this is a me and Pablo Francisco did this gig at a uh, <laughs> for like some. It was a corporate gig for like some burrito place, and they were all just drunk and the. It, they didn't have a good sound system, yeah. and it was like it's still. I think that improv gig where I got booed off stage that was the worst. But yeah, the uh, the this this place it was like in a little hotel conference room, and they were they were not having it. Dude, I tell you, conferences. I've done one conference that was amazing. The other ones, the problem with conferences is people trying to impress their boss. There's a bunch of bosses there, mm-hmm. so if the boss doesn't laugh, the people don't laugh. Cause they don't want to act a fool yeah. in front of their bosses, so it's kind of like this, this. Oh, these bot, these people. They, I guess there was no boss there or something. They just or the boss was wild. drunk too. Yeah, they were just oh, insane, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 conferences and colleges are the worst for me. I, I, I don't. I stopped doing colleges and yeah. corporate events. It has to be like a fun event. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where the bosses are cool and it's just they're there to have fun, not kiss up. You gotta have time. a good sound system too, yeah, man. All right, so where are you at? Uh, anything you want to promote? Uh, just doing that October 15th if you're around town. October 14th, Bellflower. Bellflower. And, uh, the stand-up comedy club in Bellflower. Um, yeah, I got my Instagram, just Dustin Ibarra with a Y. Oh, and your hot dog thing. Oh, yeah. Talk I about do, it real quick. I do yeah. Weenie Tip Wednesday. Okay. I started this little hot dog review thing. It just is like something to do. You okay, know? so explain it. You just take one bite out of it or you eat the whole thing? Oh, I'll eat the whole thing. Yeah, I'll take a bite, then I'll talk about it. And then I'll like I'll do a little, I'll try to do like a little funny sketch leading into it and stuff. And yeah, it's just like I just started doing it randomly. And then people, I missed it one Wednesday. And they're like, where's Weenie Tip Wednesday? I'm like, Weenie oh, okay. Tip Wednesday. Yeah, Weenie Tip Just Wednesday. Just the Tip Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so what's the best hot dog that you've had so far? Um, the best hot dog, I mean, dude, I had this one the other day. It was here in town, the Steamy Weenie. Mm. It was really good. It was called The Savage. It was like it was like brown mustard and grilled onions with blue cheese and bacon wrap weenie. Oh, it, yeah, it was pretty amazing. It sounds like it would kill you, but it's delicious. Yeah, down. I'm dying right now. Yeah, you're dying inside. <laughs> but yeah. All right, Dustin, thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks, bro. bro. My man. All right, and you, make sure you click, subscribe, do all that good stuff, and check out my tour calendar, Cleveland, Boston. And then I'm doing my first theater in Denver. So that's going to be awesome. Thank you so much for the support. Later. Later.